Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Wednesday, November 20th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Ahead, it's been roughly a year and a half since Mike Parson became Missouri's governor. The Republican is taking stock of what he's accomplished. I think the reason we were successful there, I didn't go in there with a a total agenda, it's my way or it's the highway for the legislators. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum speaks with Parson about his agenda and criticism about his administration's policies. First, the news. Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt is backing a state legislative push to eliminate the residency requirement for St. Louis police officers. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Lippman reports, Schmidt calls it part of his law and order agenda. State law currently requires that most officers hired before 2013 live in the city. The city's charter also has a residency requirement for all employees. The department is regularly down more than 100 officers, Schmidt said, and forcing them to live in the city makes recruitment even harder. We need more cops, and we need them now. To attract people to the city of St. Louis and the broader region to live, work, and play, we need this city to be safe. The legislation has the support of Mayor Lida Krusen, Police Chief John Hayden, and the city's business community. Alderman earlier this year defeated an effort to ask voters to lift the requirement for all employees. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County is putting a quarter of a million dollars into hospital care for inmates. That's after four people died in custody this year. Council presiding officer Ernie Trakus says the deaths prompted a closer look at jail health care. Obviously, that had um, a catalytic effect in terms of studying the um, way health care is delivered at, at Justice Services. Trakas sponsored the measure, which was passed unanimously last night. The council will take money out of its general fund and use it for hospital stays by inmates. The county's Justice Services Advisory Committee says it needs to invest more resources in jail health care. Communities in the Metro East are amending their zoning ordinances to allow marijuana businesses. Recreational marijuana becomes legal in Illinois January 1st. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmidt reports Edwardsville is the first city in the Metro East to update its zoning code. The city council voted 7-0 to zero on Tuesday to approve guidelines that establish where a cannabis-related business can open. This includes dispensaries, cultivators, craft growers, infusers, and transportation companies. Edwardsville Mayor Hal Patton says the new rules are fairly restrictive. Having the distance of 250 feet from any existing home and then having the 1,500 feet from any school, church, or daycare business really uh, causes about four or five small areas in the community that would be possible for having this type of dispensary. Marijuana businesses can only open on land that's zoned for commercial or light manufacturing in the city. Reporting from Edwardsville, I'm Eric Schmidt, St. Louis Public Radio. Live coverage of today's impeachment hearings will take up most of the day on St. Louis Public Radio. Our regular programming can still be streamed at stlpublicradio.org or on the station's app. That feed, by the way, is titled KWMU1 Regularly Scheduled Programs. Missouri Governor Mike Parson has been in that job for about a year and a half. The Republican is assessing his accomplishments and responding to critics. 
Parson recently sat down with St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum to talk about the 2020 legislative session and whether big policy goals can be accomplished during an election year. Since becoming governor after Eric Greitens' resignation, Parson has filled three statewide office vacancies, presented a budget to the Missouri General Assembly, and signed legislation banning most abortions after eight weeks of pregnancy. And perhaps most importantly to him, Parson signed a wide-ranging workforce development package that included incentives to expand General Motors' once-filled plant. I think the reason we were successful there, I didn't go in there with a, a total agenda, it's my way or it's the highway for the legislators. And it wasn't a Democrat or Republican issue. It's simply, hey, these things are good for the people of the state, and, and it's going to help our state to move forward. While that workforce development legislation passed with bipartisan support, it also faced opposition from primarily conservative legislators who contended it was corporate welfare. Parson doesn't agree with that characterization. It's an easy argument to make, but the bottom line is, what is the end result of the money you're investing in there? And, and you know, for me, it's always about a business plan. If you're going to put X number of dollars in a industry or in a business or those incentives, what do you get back in return? Parson was also able to get a bonding plan through the legislature that will repair or replace scores of bridges throughout the state. But even supporters of the proposal do not believe it is a long-term funding fix for Missouri's transportation system, and neither does Parson. The reality of it is we're going to have to have a revenue funding system in place to be able to meet the demands of infrastructure in the state. Since the legislature adjourned in May, Parson has had to deal with intense criticism of his administration. That included responding to an outcry over declining Medicaid enrollment. Parson says his administration is committed to making sure that people who qualify for the program get access to health care. But everybody that's on there that shouldn't be on there, you're taking away from the people that really need it. And what we're trying to do is clean that up. And until we get that fixed, until we get it cleaned up, uh, it's going to be difficult to move forward. The governor also rolled out a plan that includes placing Missouri Highway Patrol officers in St. Louis to curb violent crime. Parson says lawmakers should enhance the safety of witnesses and try to make sure people with prior felonies are not handling weapons. What Parson does not expect is for the supermajority Republican legislature to pass major gun restrictions. When you start talking about guns in this state, the division that we got in this state, I think it's going to be difficult. Do I think you can do some other things around that? I do. But I think just to do with some sort of gun control would be difficult. Few other issues that Parson encountered thus far elicited more attention and controversy than abortion. Parson's administration is locked in an acrimonious legal battle with Planned Parenthood about the state's last abortion clinic. And abortion rights supporters were outraged Parson signed legislation barring the procedure in most instances after eight weeks of pregnancy. That measure is currently being litigated in court and Parson expects the judiciary to have the final word about how much Missouri can restrict abortion rights. The whole point of it is, I think, is just what you believe, uh, you know, where you are. And it's a very emotional issue. It's a controversial issue. But the reality of it, I think we're right where we were 20, 30 years ago. I, I think people that believe that believe it, and the people that don't, don't. One thing that will loom large over next year's legislative session is the 2020 election, which will feature Parson running for a full four-year term. He'll likely square off against state auditor Nicole Galloway, who's excited the state Democratic Party. Oftentimes, less gets done in the legislature during election years. But Parson contends he's established strong enough relationships to avoid major roadblocks. I've been around this arena a long time, and I know one thing, if you let things distract you, you can let it be a distraction. 
I know it's going to be a governor's race. I know there's a political side to it, and I know there's a governing side of it, and you have to keep those two separate. you got to realize you got to push forward. Parsons says his most notable success so far is gaining legislative headway on workforce development and transportation issues. He adds that he's yet to encounter something that he would deem to be his biggest disappointment. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt, and from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.